You're listening to 103.9 Life FM Gippsland. This is David Braithwaite with the local news headlines. Police are investigating a fatal collision that claimed the life of a pedestrian in Inverloch yesterday morning. Emergency services were called to reports a car hit a pedestrian in a car park on Riley Street about 10.15am. Paramedics worked on the male pedestrian but he died at the scene. The male driver of the car stopped at the scene and is assisting police with inquiries. Anyone who witnessed the incident has dash cam or CCTV footage of the man walking near the road or other information has been asked to phone Crime Stoppers on 1800 000. Monash Federal MP Russell Broadbent has resigned from the Liberal Party after losing pre-selection at the weekend. Mr Broadbent will serve out his term as an independent MP. Mary Aldred will be the Liberal Party candidate for Monash at the next election after winning pre-selection with 161 votes, well ahead of Mr Broadbent and South Gippsland Shire Mayor Nathan Hersey, who each received 16 votes. Mr Broadbent, who has been a member of Monash 21 of the past 27 years, said while he was a Liberal at heart and his values hadn't changed, the pre-selection result was a clear signal that revoked his licence to represent the Liberal Party in the electorate. Darren Howe was elected Mayor of La Trobe City for the final year of the current council term. Councillor Howe defeated Dale Harriman six votes to three during Monday night's council meeting. Tracy Lund was elected Deputy Mayor. Councillors Howe and Lund replaced Kelly O'Callaghan and Dan Clancy, who were Mayor and Deputy Mayor respectively the past two years. The operator of the Alorn Power Station has commented on charges laid against it by WorkSafe Victoria. The alleged offences relate to a fire at the coal transfer building at Yalorn in November 2021. In a statement, Energy Australia said no employees or contractors were harmed as a result of the incident. There's no risk for the neighbouring community and no disruption to power generation. Energy Australia said it fully cooperated with WorkSafe's investigation into the incident. Following the incident, Energy Australia proactively made changes to its systems for fire management, including procedural changes and additional training for staff. Energy Australia said it took the charges seriously as the safety of its staff, contractors and the Latrobe Valley community was of fundamental importance. This year, Energy Australia began a $400 million investment in Yalorn to ensure its safety and reliability until its planned closure in mid-2028. An East Gippsland company has been fined $5,769 by the Environment Protection Authority after failing to comply with a notice to clean up a pit full of industrial waste. Harvey's Roofing and Plumbing of Nicholson was issued with a waste abatement notice after EPA officers found a pit had been dug and waste thrown into it over the course of a few years. Following the inspection in July, the EPA issued the notice requiring the waste be disposed of by taking it to a place they can lawfully receive it and provide EPA with evidence that it has been done. When the site was re-inspected in October, it was found there had been no meaningful attempt to meet the terms of the notice. Gippsland South State MP Danny O'Brien has repeated his calls for an improved police presence in South Gippsland in the wake of a recent fire that saw the Fish Creek Football Netball Club rooms destroyed. The fire, the result of an apparent burglary followed by arson in the early hours of November 4th, destroyed trophies, flags, honour boards, team photos and more than 100 years of memorabilia. Mr O'Brien said the devastating event highlighted the need for increased police numbers in South Gippsland. The National MP said many residents felt they were a soft target and the lack of police presence was leading to South Gippsland Shire being a target for criminals from outside the region, increased hoon driving and other antisocial behaviour. The Fish Creek Football Netball Club has already established a subcommittee to work on the rebuild of the club rooms and a GoFundMe page raised more than $100,000 in the first 48 hours. This is 1039 Life at Van Gippsland.